All right, welcome to Kitchen Open Late, the podcast from the back of house. I'm Chef Frosty. And I'm Chef Quantum. So, the other day, I got to work, and I was like the second person there or whatever. It was early as shit. Yeah. How early? Like eight. Eight? That, that's early for me. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> uh, like my second waking inning. That day, I worked eight until 10.30. Oof. Yeah. That's 12 hours? 13. 13. 14? Uh, it was like 8-something yeah. to 10-20-something, so like 13-25, I think is what I got. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, whatever. Right, that's not an a bad average day. day for you. Yeah, not bad. That's actually an average day for a lot of work. I love 8-hour days. <laughs> I love 8-hour days so much. <laughs> yeah, those are days off to you. Uh, yeah, because they, they are. <laughs> when you're used to working 14s, yes, I understand. Yeah, 14 to 16. <laughs> 14 to 16, 70 yeah. to 80 hours a week. <laughs> yeah, an 8-hour day feels like a day off. Right, oh, when you're used God. to working 60 hours a week, yep. and you get to work a 40-hour week, yep. that's like a vacation. Yep. <laughs> Continue. Uh, yeah, so I got into work at some time, and here's the reason the timing is so ambiguous. Because I couldn't find the fucking iPad that we used to clock in with. It's not like there's a server station or whatever where it's just like you just go to the computer and clock in. We have a fucking iPad because the little cashier has to take it around and take pictures of everything they've done to make sure they did it right or whatever. What? Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry, one more time. What? It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> So I worked at jobs where you go to the cashier station and you punch in your number and you hit clock in. Yep. I the current place I work at is like yeah that. yeah. I've worked at other places where you slide a card and then you say clock in. Absolutely. I've never had an iPad issue like that. I've had it at a couple places actually. Really? It's stupid. It is. Because it's just getting more and more like wireless and all that shit, which. I'm not trying to sound like an old fucking funny nutty over here. Sure. But it's annoying because it's just like, just fucking give me a, a fucking, what's wrong with a time clock, man? Come on. Right. Yeah. You know, a nice little punch in like the old cartoons. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, man. You know? I, honestly, not to interrupt, yep. but I used to have to, so I used to have an issue with coming in late. I, I'd still kind of have that issue. But at the hospital I worked in, we had the sliding card thing, right? Yep. Occasionally there would be a line. Oh my god, yeah. And then I would happen to be a minute late. Yep. Yep. You have to find the person with the iPad. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's stupid as shit, man. I fucking hate that shit. It's not my fault I'm late. No. I, I would use that excuse. I mean, I'm sorry. I was, I was scheduled for 10 o'clock that day, so I was early as shit. That's always my policy. Yeah, it is. Uh, hour early at least. You're on time if you're early or late if you're on time. Exactly, yeah. Yep. And if you're late, you're fired. <laughs> That's the rules. That's kind um, of the rules. But yeah, man, like, it's just, uh, I, I'm not trying to sound like an old person. <laughs> really not. Right. But I'm getting a little, um... Frustrated with the level of technology. No, this makes sense. And it's so much just too much. We're turning into the fucking people from Wally. Mm-hmm. You know, the, like in Wally the movie. Yes. All the people were just like fat like, and immobile in chairs. Couldn't do anything. And they just glued to screens all the time. That's us. That's what's happening to us. Um. And it's just uh, so work. Hmm. Work. I love work. Do you? I do. I you do. I bet you do. I mean, at a certain point, you have to ask yourself, like, why do we do this still? Because I need money to live. No, no, no. Not working itself. That's a whole different argument that I necessarily want to get into at this moment. I mean, I might. We'll find out. Yeah, we might. Why we work. Mm. 
That's a whole episode in and of itself. <laughs> it could be. Either way, why we're still cooking? Why we're still in the industry? All right. I mean, it's, it's still a fair question. It's still 2023, man. It's notoriously still like we're not finding people. Yeah, no. You can attest to that very well. Yes, I can. And we're not the most fine people as mentally as well. Right. Yeah. 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 To say. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was I was kind of having that moment the other day. I was just why the why why am I still here? I'm not mad at the situation. I was honestly just bored. We were dead, and I was uh-huh. contemplating my existence uh-huh. a little bit. Uh, and I was just like, man, I I know I can't be the the fucking wolf on Wall Street, right? <laughs> like I can't be sure. one of those businessmen. Not. I'm, cu- I'm cunning and lethal enough to to be that type of person. Uh, but I I have no interest in playing that game of like I've got to be the fucking sure. I've got to you know I don't mind. I'll wear an Armani suit or whatever. If someone yeah. if I have enough money to afford it and someone requires it, yeah, I'll dress up fine. Yeah. I'm uncomfortable. I want to roll my sleeves up and unbutton these buttons and take this fucking tie off. That's that's very fair. But did you like to dress fashionably? Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I put effort into the way yeah. I look. That's true. I don't. But that being said, I could I, I just couldn't be one of those fucking corporate businessmen. No, especially in a, a food workplace. I mean, just in that's general. Like, let's say I was, uh, let's say I want to leave. What else would the fuck I do? Like uh, this? <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, no, no one's paying me for that yet. Right. But what, what can I do to make money to live and feed me and my cat? Right. I, I guess. Like realistically, what would be another career path for me that I could like, I could actually attain right now? Um, if I'm being honest, I uh, it's all still food related. Like yep. you could be another Anthony Bourdain type person. Sure. Or honestly, I see that for you more than anything else outside of just working at a food place. Sure. Uh, you could say I have a lot of personality. You do. Other people say I'm a dick. <laughs> also true. <laughs> do you think we do it at the same time? <laughs> yes, I can. Not, not necessarily wrong, not necessarily right, but I mean, those but, are true. But yeah, I can't think of anything that I would really be doing that isn't food related. Right. So, if I can't think of anything else, then I'm left with, well, what... What is the, what is it? What is the reason? Why do I still cook? Why am I still here? Why am I still in the kitchen? Because you still get some type of enjoyment out of it, other than just money. I think that is the answer. I'm notoriously unmotivated by money. Right. Uh, I'm going to do what I want to do. Yes. Uh, And if you're going to pay me to not do something I want to do, it's going to be a lot of money. Right. Uh, So, yeah, I I love cooking. Mm Mm-hmm. I love the act of cooking. I love the act of creating recipes. Um, I know I love cooking for other people. Yeah. I've, I've recently, I've had a lot of people ask me, it's like, oh, so what do you cook for yourself? Like, I just got a new person at my job. He was talking about how he cooks for himself and what he does and such and such. I'm like, I don't actually cook for myself very often at all because I don't enjoy doing it. I do it for work yep. and I do it for other people. Like, I have, I have a server who's pescatarian, and I constantly ask her at work, I'm like, what do you want me to make you? Yep. 
And usually she eats at home or before she gets there, she brings a lunch type thing that she's smart. Yeah. But it's like, I can make you this, I can make you that, I can make you this version of that. Like, I want to make you something that you enjoy because it gives me joy. Well, also, I think you and I are the same in that we like the challenge. Yeah. My father does not like the challenge. He's not like, let me come up with something clever for you. I'm surprised by that. He's just, you know, he's the old pirate now, you know, he just sure. wants to bang it out and, and do his thing. Do his thing, not to innovate. He, you know, he's, he's served his time, he's fought his battles, he's like the king's guard now. He wants to die sense. in peace and honorable death. Yeah, honorable still serving, fighting death, yeah. Still serving in his post. But we want to fly dragons and... Yeah, so that's the thing, I like, I like the challenge. One of my co-workers the other day told me, uh, he was like, man, chef, you, uh, you dominate the flat top. Right. And I got such a hard on. I was like, I oh. love that. You, you get a hard on for things like that. I'm like, yes, call me the dominator now. <laughs> That's fantastic. What, what I enjoy is occasionally I'll make something off the wall for myself. And then someone like my mother or someone who's a little more original or boring with their, their, their flavor palette. Yep. Taste something I like, especially yeah. my, especially my mother. Yeah, I love it when my mother tastes something because one, she'll see what I'm making and bitch about it. Yep. Two, she'll taste it and be like, "These don't go together." And then three, she'll go back in and be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then still like it. Every person I cook for, their mouth is a lover that I must satisfy beyond experience. <laughs> I must pleasure and entice them to experience new levels of joy and ecstasy that they didn't know they could feel. That's what I want. That's fair. When I cook for somebody, I'm anybody. More of, I'm more of like a Chris Angel. You want to freak their mind? Yes. Okay, that's I fair. Want, I want. To, I, I definitely love to freak out their taste buds. Sure. You're, you're, yes. Your way of cooking is quite... Uh, uh, Astonishing? Yeah. <laughs> It's like Jackson Pollock, you're just throwing shit onto a canvas and seeing what comes out. Right, and then there, there's an image that you didn't think was there is there. You are not good at plate decoration at all. No. But you are good at just mixing things together yeah. in a weird, magical, Kwanzaa way. Thank you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Sorry, I think I've distracted you from the point. I don't remember what point I was making. I'm sorry. It's okay, it doesn't matter. Uh... And that, that in and of itself is a point. Hmm. And I think that answers my question a little bit. Hmm. We're going to go down a rabbit hole now. Let's do that. I'm a bit of a nihilist. Huh. I don't think most things that were just spawned purely from the universe as is have intrinsic meaning or value, maybe? Okay. So, let me stop you right there. Sure. One, I'm not entirely sure what a nihilist is. Okay. Two, you just said a lot of big words. Okay, sure. Let's uh, start with one. Okay. What is a nihilist? Yes. Uh, a nihilist is someone who believes that there effectively is no meaning. Gotcha. To anything going around. So, in in my understanding, I'm yep. a big comic book and fiction fan. Yep. In the multiverse of DC, sure. there was Owlman. Okay. And he was the bad version of Batman. Yep. And he was like, oh, there's yeah. no point of anything. Yep. So I'm going to destroy all of the multiverse. Sure. Is yeah. that nihilism? I mean, he is a The Joker is, is a nihilist. Yeah. Yes. That's a good example. Uh, it's a much better example than mine. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's no meaning to anything. Watch the world burn. I mean, so there are three options. 
Hmm. When you're confronted with this belief. Now... With nihilism? Yeah. Now, that's not to say... I mean, there could be a god out there. Who knows? Sure, sure, sure. I don't think... If there is a god, I really don't think he's digging into us too much. Hmm. If there's a god, there's a lot I can say about that. But let's continue. I mean, the the, the spanning of cosmology, we can definitely cover on a, a different podcast if anyone wants to listen to that. But, I kind of want to do that. Uh, we might. Who knows? <laughs> it's us. Who knows? Yeah, we, you know. <laughs> this podcast is a weirdly sexual cannibal podcast where we want to serve... Buffet items at the same time. Don't bring up my cannibalism. <laughs> you will eventually, anyway. <laughs> so as a nihilist, you yes. have three options when you're confronted with the idea that nothing matters. Yes. You can just go about your day and not think about it. Right. And ignore it and just pretend you don't know or willfully not know. Yes. Uh, you can off yourself, which is never the option. Right. And, yo, straight up, if you, if that's ever a thought in your head... Please reach out to somebody. Yes. Anybody. Uh, you're not alone. You're not alone. Honestly. Been there, done that. It's all... We're uh, we're talking about nihilism right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. We're talking about life having no meaning. Yes. I understand mm-hmm. what life being, feeling meaningless. So that like, being said, there's a third option. Yes. Which is, in my opinion, the best option. Mm-hmm. It's to embrace the fact that life has no meaning yeah. and... Go about it anyway and choose to be happy and have fun with it. Right. Um, so the way I see that is you can either choose life has no meaning, so fuck it, I'm done, suicide. Yep. Don't do that. Um, life has no meaning, so I'll just ignore that and go about life. Yep. Or life has no meaning, I get to do whatever I want to. Uh, more or less, yeah. yeah. You're still held accountable for actions. Sure. Uh, there are certain things we all agree upon that are laws <laughs> that you're going to be held accountable to. But right, right, right. Uh, don't break laws, that's, anyone that's out there. Not break laws. Uh, certainly don't get caught doing it. <laughs> yeah, at the very least. <laughs> uh, <laughs> someone asked me once, what's it like to be a cook? Here's the best answer I can give you. Are you familiar with the myth of Sisyphus? A little bit. Okay, so Sisyphus is the borderman? Yeah, so basically... He thought he was more clever than the gods, so the gods condemned him to an eternity of rolling a boulder up a hill, right. only to have it magically fall back down. And philosophers have asked people to speculate about what if he was happy in that. He's mm-hmm. stuck in this position anyway. Yeah. What if he just chooses to be happy and have fun with his task? Mm-hmm. What if he finds creative ways to roll that boulder up the hill? Right. And straight up, being a cook, you do all this fucking mountain of prep. That's you get ready true. all fucking week. Friday night comes, boom, you are fucking back to square one, motherfucker. Yeah. Or a cooler goes out. Yeah. Or a fucking... Saturday, Sunday, maybe even Monday night. Or you just get one through. busy night. Yeah. You, you Oh, it's Tuesday. Okay, it's going to be slow. We can kind of prep a little bit leisurely tonight. We'll hang <laughs> out. Then fucking, you get fuck. slammed. Talk about rolling a boulder up a hill that will roll the fuck back down. For all of my gamers that might be out there... This is Sisyphus and Boldy from the Hades series. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sisyphus is not necessarily happy with what's going on, but he's made friends with Boldy, the boulder that he usually has to roll up. And once you make friends with Boldy, occasionally you get a arbitrary bonus. Yep. <laughs> Regardless of all of that stuff, there you can have an ar- arbitrary relationship with a mundane task that you have to do. So, here's how I, as a chef, go about this philosophy. Yeah. I try to show the people how pathetic <laughs> they are attempts to control things really. I'm sorry, did you just go into your Joker voice? Yes, I did, but it, it, it's true. It's not wrong. <laughs> it's not wrong. 
Look, I here's what I enjoy about cooking. I like to fucking go into a busy night, well prepped, well executed, just mm-hmm. fucking flawless. Just the the tickets are my enemies, and I will defeat all of them perfectly. And if any one of you motherfuckers takes a bullet, I am leaving you behind because I <laughs> set you up for perfection. It's not my fault that you can't perform. You're you're, you're not you're not wrong in the description of what you do. Yes, I, that's very true. I've worked with you many a times. Yeah. What I like to, uh, what I've noticed in, and my buddy Burhams can can uh, attest to this. Yep. Um, working at Open Insula, especially in my early days. Yeah. Going into controlled chaos. Yeah, absolutely. There was something calming about going into a hurricane. Yep. And then working your way into that middle, and then forming how it. Yep. Ugh. That I can't, it can't be described unless you've done it. See, here's the thing. I want to go into that hurricane and take control of the hurricane. Of course you do. That's what I want. I mean, I, that's fun for me. Yes. Just executing service perfectly mm-hmm. and just fucking rocking it and just getting, you know, good feedback all night long. That's fun for me. Mm-hmm. I want to have fun in the restaurant business because it is fun for me. It can be fun. To cook and do all that shit. But... Where I run into errors is when people people have their rules. <laughs> sure. But look, I've got my rules. I don't want to get people sick. I don't want to serve people some bullshit. I don't want to fucking treat the customers badly. They're coming into my house to taste my food. Right. I want them to be impressed with my fucking food. So that's something I take pride in. Right. So I'm going to impress them. And if you fuck it up, manager or anybody else, yeah. front of house, back of house, dishwasher, I give a fuck. Don't fuck up my vision. Because if I fuck it up for myself, I will be hard on myself. Let me interject real quick. Sure. Anybody out there that's listening to this, please tell me if you're a person who cherishes the way, cherishes an opinion of your food. Yep. Let's say someone comes to your place and you cook them dinner. How do you feel about that? Right. <laughs> do you do you not revel in experience that someone say this is delicious? Are, do you, are you expecting them to say this is not what I expected? Fucking no, take, take, take food out of it. What's your passion? What is sure. your passion? Yeah. If you are put in a position where you can share your passion with people who want to experience your passion. Honestly, that's rougher than what I said. Sure. Yeah. But, like, that's, that's how I view it. Yeah. Food, cooking and food and gastronomy, those are my passions. They're certainly one of them. You didn't just use guest from I did. <laughs> that that's how you really know it's his passion. I guess, yeah. That's how you know I'm a douchebag. <laughs> True. So when that's how I know you care. So when I'm put in a position where I want I'm going to give somebody an experience, yes. a dining experience, and I get to cook for them. Mm-hmm. I want them to have a good time. Mm-hmm. That's really what I'm all about. I want everyone under my Umbrella. Umbrella to have a good time. Wow. My cooks, I want them to have a fucking great time. True. My customers, I want them to have an excellent, flawless time. Because they're spending part. money right. on that shit. But they, they can be douchebags. They can be douchebags. But if they're, like, I'm talking like the good customers. Yeah. If they're just chill as fuck and like cool. Like 80%. Yeah. If you're coming in to have a good time and you want to eat my food, mm-hmm. I want to give you the best possible experience because you're paying me for it. Right. I want you to come back and I want you to invite your family. Absolutely. <laughs> now that being said, I have a hard time dealing with people who are very 
adamant to follow the rules. Let me give you an example, please. You ever been driving, right? You got to get somewhere. You're not late, mm-hmm. but you're ready to be there. You're ready to, this is the next part of the journey. I'm on it. Let's go, right? You're going down a street, and it's just a one-way street, and it's a long street, and you just can't get off this fucking street, and there's cars on either side, you're just fucking stuck. Right. Behind a guy who's driving way too fucking slow. Yep. Every speed bump, fucking every stop sign. I mean, this motherfucker is just taking his time. Right. And you are just fucking ready to be moving on. I'm not saying I want to go 50 down this fucking street, okay? I'm just saying we don't need to go fucking five miles an hour and stop and be like, oh, what's that, honey, a dandelion? <laughs> okay, so two things. One, I have been in a car with you in these situations. <laughs> and two, uh, <laughs> I understand your feel about people who don't know where they're going. Yes, I mean, that's how I feel about... A lot of management. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, but a lot of coworkers in general. Uh-huh. Uh, the ones who have to puff their chest the most are the ones who typically don't know what the fuck they're doing. Right. Uh, which is why I don't like being stressed out at work. Which is why I like to have fun at work. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I listen when the health bar comes in. I'll follow their fucking rules. I'm not going to serve you some garbage. That's my personal standard. I hope I've made that point clear enough. Yeah, through our season. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, a philosophy I think you might agree with. Sure. Um, it kind of it kind of works this way for me. And I'm wearing a shirt that actually kind of corresponds to what I want to say. Um, my shirt is... Frosty, can you read my, read my shirt real quick? God grant me... Oh, yeah, the serenity prayer. Yeah. God grant me the serenity to accept the things that I... Cannot change and the power to change the things I can't or whatever. Yeah, it's uh, alcohol thing. Yeah, something along those lines. So the way I see it is I tend not to bitch about the things I can't change because I can't change them. Yeah. And there's no point in about bitching about the things I can change because I should be able to change them. It's funny. We come from very different uh, places because I will, I will make the thing that won't change <laughs> submit to my will. <laughs> that makes sense. Or I will die trying, <laughs> as evidenced by the firings I've experienced. If you don't know that, just go back and listen to it. Not We're, too far back, either. It's called The Art of Getting Fired. <laughs> Help yourself. Um, but yeah, that being said, I I do like to bring up mm-hmm. when things are just fucking stupid. Now, yeah. I don't like the answer just because I said so. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, oh. And I, I love my father. But he, his saying used to be because daddy said so. Yeah, well, daddy was his fist, so. <laughs> sure. Well, it was a belt and a, and a stick for me. That's so. how many knuckles he had. He could write daddy on it. There were 17 Ds. I don't know where I came from. I need that tattoo now. <laughs> on my fist. No. I'll no, pay for you to get daddy on your fist if you get daddy on your fist. Ooh. That makes him want to do it. I'll pay for it. Absolutely. Um, I have another fist tattoo I want. I'll pay for it. It'll be a birthday present. You got two fists? <laughs> I, no, I have a double fist tattoo I want. It can be on your actual knuckles. Just daddy. Just daddy? Yep. Mm-hmm. That seems more appropriate for you. Nah, I'm not daddy. You're not daddy? Nah. You're I, emperor? I'm God. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yes. Yes, God. All creator. God of dominance. All spark. <laughs> exactly. Yes. 
I am Frosty, the Allspark, God of Dominance. I kind of like that. That's nice. nice. It's got a ring to it, doesn't it's, it? It's stupid how much I like that. Yeah, it's nice. Anyway. Yes. Um, As we tangent. So, straight up, fuck it. Why does anyone work? True beans. For real. Here's the answer. It's real simple. Back in the day, we had to. Right. We were monkeys, and we had to survive, and then we became more sophisticated monkeys, and we had to survive, and then we became... Uh, industrial monkeys, and we had to survive. And now we live in a glorious age of literal infinite fucking knowledge where we're exploring the cosmos right. in a way unconceivable to our ancestors a hundred fucking years ago. True beams on that. Like, the things we do nowadays are truly unconceivable. So in today's fucking world, why the hell do we work? Right. You want to know why? It's because fucking back in the day... Russia invented jobs so that way nobody was ever jobless and they could report record high fucking employments. And America was like, I'm going to give me some of that. So they invented a bunch of jobs and they invented a bunch of work and they placed an emphasis on you, the worker, must have a certain amount of output and that is the true measure of your worth. And they ingrained it in society for fucking 50 years. You know what? I am going to be unafraid to show my ignorance right here. Okay. What? <laughs> also, for real, Russia did that? Yeah. I don't disbelieve that. No, and yep. I don't disbelieve that America followed that. Yes, that's because true. Because we were at the very least in the race of of uh, spacefaring, I guess we can call that. We won the space race. Did we? Yeah, Russia exploded on the way to try to leave our atmosphere. Mm, but there was always that... There's always the, um... Has Russia ever been to the moon? Have we been to the moon? Yes! That first flight, was that real? Yes! Are we sure? Yes! Because always those disc theories. There's literally zero way to disprove that footage as being authentic. I mean, that's, that's true. I do believe that. Let's look at the footage real quick. There's fucking no atmosphere, so the background looks as crisp as the foreground. Sure. So it looks like a matte painting because there's no atmospheric distortion at all to make those mountains in the background look blurry. So they're exactly as clear as things close to the camera. Sounds like a damn good artist to me. Sure. That one you can disprove. This one you can't. The shadows are parallel. Uh, explain. So the sun... <laughs> exists at a certain distance and a certain place, and when it comes to the Earth and disperses through the atmosphere, it makes the shadows diverge from each other. If you do that on a sound set, you will get a much more amplified version of that. You can't create lighting conditions without CGI at all that look look like the moon. The Mm. shadows, because there's no atmosphere and there's just direct sunlight, they are running parallel to each other the only way to create that in color mm-hmm. would be to get thousands of ultra-rare, uninvented at the time laser lights sure. to light that scene, multiple scenes. There's also uncut, unbroken footage of us, like fucking the lander coming up to fucking join the... Like, there's huh? so much evidence. There's... You, like To film these things at that time would be, to invent the technology to film and create all these shots would be harder than literally going to the moon. <laughs> Listen, I've I, I listened to, I, I love listening to, to listening 
I enjoy listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson. And he's said a lot of similar things. Um, all I, my, my skeptical mind hears is uh, there is a lot of very talented yep. potential artists out there that we just weren't ready for. Sure. And there is the semi-case of, oh, well, the flag doesn't fly, so that shows that it shouldn't, or no, no, no. That one, one of the arguments was the flag is flying, so that means it's on gravity, which means it could have had actually like a spoke in the fly, in, in, in the flag. Sure. Type thing. It gives to more your point. Sure. Honestly. Let's live in the world. We'll rethink that, right? Okay. Yes. Russia's not our biggest fan. No. Haven't been for some time. No. Certainly before the moon landing. Truly. Because <laughs> they were trying to beat us. Yes. They independently picked up fucking our signal from the moon and verified, yup, you motherfuckers <laughs> beat us. <laughs> America, America won. Russia will we'll get there. I had more points, but that's good. I'm fine with that. So, let's, let's go back to food. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to get all conspiracy theory here. But that, that honestly, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Not but at all. Our back of the house thoughts are kind of theories sometimes. I mean, look, we're it's feelings. We're stuck in a dark, wet, fucking hot tank. Truly. For fucking 12 to 16 hours a day. 8 to 16. I mean, what are you going to do, man? That's like, they should be studying us. Like, de- like, talk about a yes. deprivation tank. Yes. Especially if you don't have windows. We oh. should be studied. We should truly be studied. Man, it's just a whole different ball game, man. Mm-hmm. It is a... It's a bunker in, like, a fucking post-apocalyptic nightmare. That's what a kitchen is like. What, one of the things I love to say is, the more miracles we make happen, the more miracles are expected of us. Regardless, yes. the, the definition of miracle is an impossibility. Yes. Uh, don't... <laughs> Don't drop a party in my lap without any fucking notice. I'm the king of parties. I will yes. knock out a party. Yes. Execute it perfectly. And I'll do service if you fucking make me. That's unfortunate, but yes. I can still make it work. True. That being said, I'm Batman. I need prep time. Mm-hmm. Give me a week. At least. Batman can be dark side. Exactly. Give me a fucking week to prep a party, motherfucker. Come on. Give me a week. And... Let me fucking order the shit I need. Right. And then we'll be good. And ideally, don't make me do service at the same time. Right. If it's a party of like 300 people, come the fuck on. Yeah. And they've all got very specific shit. What do you think the most, the, the biggest party we've done during service was at the bar yeah. together? Like 50, 60? Uh, maybe 80 max? I mean, I'm thinking like 120. At the bar? Yeah. Did we really do that? The back end was filled up that it was one filled, day. Yeah, like and we had like, like fucking wall to wall people. We had like a buffet thing going on, and also people like rotated in. That was like a five hour party. That man. was a long day. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm thinking throughout the day, it was like after a wedding or something. Right, that was like early year too. Yeah, like middle year. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I and mean, it was like early springtime. I'm pretty right. sure it was like yeah, a, definitely a wedding. Yeah. Thing. So yeah, we definitely did. Probably that day. You, you, you did your shit, bro. Thank you. You do your shit, and you know what? That, that is one of the things that that. And you know what? I'm, I'm gonna say his name right now. That is one of the things that I always commend you on. Oh. is that you do your shit when it comes to parties. Like you dominate parties. 
Thank you. I love. <laughs> I know that. you you love to hear the word dominant, but I, truly, like from from my perspective, like I can't do what you can do when it comes to parties. Like I don't have that comprehension. Like I'm I'm more of a line cook, honestly. True, true beans. I'm a line cook or a sous chef. Sure, you are definitely a head chef type person. And I'm not trying to suck your dick here or lick your ass or anything like that. We'll save that for the OnlyFans. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we're saving that for the OnlyFans. Because um, I've got pretty big balls, so I'm I'm willing to say what I need to say. I appreciate, I appreciate the praise. <laughs> I can bang out a party. Uh, yeah. Am, yeah, I, yeah, am, I, am I the best at other things? Bang no. out a party. I can't bang out a party. Yeah, Frosty singing, everybody. Hey, now. Uh, so is Quanti. <laughs> But you yeah. can't just end it right there. That thought, bro. That just ruined me. I'm so sorry. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, I I can bang out a party. You can. If I had to assemble the perfect team of people we've worked with over the years, yeah, I can build a bit a pretty good team. God, I can I can build such a good team. Yeah, I mean we we've, we've worked with a lot of people who who get off on the love of the battle, you know, and they all serve a very specific purpose. We could we could ex I mean we could. Bring the club back for a night and execute a menu I put together. Oh my god. That'd be, we could do that no problem. A month? A month would go so well. Yeah, absolutely. Back to the idea that nothing matters. True. <laughs> um, all that matters to me is what I assign meaning to. And yeah. I choose to work in the restaurant industry uh, because it's fun for me. And I like cooking. And that holds meaning for me. The other things. <laughs> Uh, don't necessarily hold meaning for me. Mm. I want a clean kitchen because that is important to serve good food out of. Right. Sure. Fine. No problem. I don't want animals in my kitchen. True. Like <laughs> everyone. I mean, I've had people ask me, like, "Oh, if you're such a humanitarian, you love animals, man. Why are you doing trying to get rats in your kitchen, man?" Well, well, well because they're unsanitary. Yeah. I love my cat. I'm not bringing my cat to work. Right. You know, I brought like, my cat to work one time, and she was not happy about it. So. Yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> So yeah, I assign meaning to what I do on a daily basis. That's why I'm still doing it. But yeah, I encounter a lot of issues when I uh, have to be held accountable to other people's that, that's standards. That's always the biggest thing is... That, that's one of the reasons I don't like to be head chef. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I think the kitchen should be left alone. You know, I mean, if, you got, if you've got a head chef... Uh, truly, like, you are appointed. This is the unquestionable lord of the manor. He should be left alone. You put him in place, why don't you trust him? For the most part, yes. Like, you know, if things are fishy, then get rid of him. Duh. Mm-hmm. But if the numbers make sense, if you're making the correct profits, if hours aren't crazy and everything's getting done and service is well, leave him the fuck alone. Should be like a quarterly conference. I mean, I used to fight I've fought, every place I've been at. There's always at least one bartender Who's like, you might be the head chef, but I'm your boss. I'm like, me and my no. ass. Yeah, no. Then come back here. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. ankle hurts. Why don't you come back and help me? Right. I'm, I'm, since I'm so pathetic. Come fill in. Since you're my boss, I mean, you might as well. My philosophy on bosses is always you can do my job better than I can. But you are, you can't fill that position because you need to fill other positions type thing. Yeah, I mean, if you can't, if, if you can't do my job better than me then you are doing your job proficiently. Yes. And things are going very well under your watch. Right. And you are putting me in a position where I can do this job to the yeah. fullest. Um, so, yeah, I... 
I just wonder about the state of the restaurant industry. You know, obviously, like I've said before many times, and it's not, it's not an unknown thing, places just aren't staffed right now. They're not, and it's, I guess it's not crazy to me, but at a certain point, it, it kind of feels crazy to me. Because there are people like me and you out there that are passionate when it comes to food. Like the one of the my my co I guess kitchen managers, what we call ourselves at this point, yeah, is a a computer scientist major, but he is a chef at heart. So he came back to the chef world. You can make far more money doing computer scientist shit. Yeah, like so there are people out there who are passionate for this stuff. So here's the thing. I believe that if you're in the industry today, you are passionate about it. Yeah. To some extent, you're passionate about some aspect of it. After COVID and shit? Yes. And so many jobs today are truly pointless. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, including the restaurant industry. Let's be honest. I love my job. I want to keep it. I'd like restaurants to be around still, but we do not serve a necessary function. Eating is a necessary function. Yes. But I'm a big proponent of... Hey, everyone should learn how to cook a little bit. True. Uh, and if people did that all the time, there would be no need to go out. Right. Uh, we serve a luxury function. Yes. It's a treat to go out. True. Uh, and that's how I view it for the customer. But I, I've treated myself to breakfast recently this, yeah. this past week. And the restaurant industry is one of the, the few jobs where there's too many things to do and not enough time to do them. Mm. Uh, like, you know, it's the old fucking cliche. I mean, like, in an office setting, right? How much actual work gets done? 15 fucking minutes in a day or whatever? Sure. I mean, even in, even in our world a little bit. I mean, the servers certainly. But they have to be in the location because they the customers might eventually come in. Uh, but even the restaurant industry can be turned into one of those bullshit, pointless jobs, you know? Uh, it's like the fast food industry, for example. I don't I don't dislike the automation of it necessarily, but I fear I fear what might happen from it. Uh, I don't want the restaurant industry to become super corporate. I don't want it to become a machine. Uh, like I know we've talked about it before, you know, robots in the kitchen, everybody, you know, robots taking over. But there's a legitimate like concern of mine because of the way that our country and the world has kind of come about. So basically, sorry, a little bit off topic, but brief history, brief history of automation. Uh, so there were people living, and they were farming, and they were doing the thing, and then the industrial boom came along, and through that. Basically, we started automating shit and it became a lot easier to do things a lot faster and it theoretically meant that people would have more free time. But people are still expected to work a 40-hour work week, so they have to look busy. Mm -hmm. Because we've automated things to the point now where we really don't need to work 40 hours in a week. Right, and that's but, where busy work comes in. Right, but to justify salaries or any amount of pay, the amount of pay we get for 40 hours, uh, to justify that... We have to increase suffering, <laughs> effectively. <laughs> we have to invent mindless tasks that people know are pointless and make them do them. 
over and over again. And that's where I feel like salary pay comes in. Certainly. Yes. But then how do you justify the salary? I, right. If I, 15 minutes of work every day get done, and you're paying somebody for 40 hours of work, how do you justify that? Right. Is the argument. Right. Do you make them work 40 hours? Yeah. And, and, which, and the argument, of course, to that is, well, it used to be that you would work 70, 80 hours, commonplace, no problem. Yeah. It's like, well, yes, we also... Used to work in we also had polio, you <laughs> fucking moron. What the hell's wrong with you? Right, and then we come with people like you, like in our in our last co-op job together. Sure. Where you were working like 70 hours, getting paid like 45, 50. Something like that, yeah. Something like that, yeah. But you were, you busting her ass for the salary work pay, right? Sure. So that, that's... That's where the justification of salary and hourly hourly come into play. I, I think. Sure. I mean, whether you're getting paid salary or hourly, I mean, at some point, it's like, okay, well, then let's just cut the hourly people. Sure. Only salary. Since yeah. they're only doing 15 minutes of work, well, now these people are actually having to put in 40 hours of actual right. hard work. Yeah. And they're getting burnt out. And then they're going to leave. And that's yep. what happened in the restaurant world. Yeah. Is... People got the chance to leave, and they said, fuck that. <laughs> Why am I busting my ass when I can stay at home? I can sit at a desk and fucking play fucking Minecraft and do 15 minutes of actual work, especially if you can do it from home during COVID. You're not How wrong. many places were fucking hiring people from home and they got to do that shit? As a gamer, you're not wrong. Bro. <laughs> Anyone who says people don't want to work, that's fucking where they went. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. You fucking morons. And you just keep asking more and more all the time. Yeah. Like, and it... Here's the thing. We just invent shit. What's a dollar worth? A dollar and a hundred dollar bill are worth the exact same amount of shit. They're both paper. We just accept that they mean the different things. I'm not trying to get all fucking... This is not meant to be the conspiracy theory episode, but straight the fuck up. We just make up numbers and agree to them. Why do eggs cost what they cost? True. What is the shortage? Are we really running out? Are we throwing eggs away? Oh, how many eggs are there? <laughs> yeah, how many eggs are there in the world right now? Like, straight up, are we really running out? I, I, I guess in, in, in America, or in our country, or in our state, or whatever that's producing whatever we need for the food economy, I guess, is, is kind of the question in our particular podcast. I mean, like, should, should organic cost more? Should it? Should it? Why does it? Why why does healthy cost more than unhealthy? Who the fuck knows? I guess because it's easier to make unhealthy? Who the fuck cares? They're just making up shit. That's fair. Like, again, not to be all whatever, but like, <laughs> we are just accepting things at a certain point. Why yes. do we accept all this negative shit? As a, as a whole. Why do we accept that an iPhone costs a grand? Some of us are used to it. I, we're all used to it. Yes. Well, that's just my answer. I mean, we were used to slavery. We were used to fucking living in caves and shit in creeks. True. Let, let me, let, as, as a black man, let me go back to the slavery point. That was in the Bible at one point, right? Yeah, it's fucking right there. You can beat your slave with a stick, what? and if he gets up after a couple of days, it's totally fucking cool. Brother man, what? And it was an old justification. The Bible was used all the time to justify slavery. No. Because in, like, Genesis, he says, all manner of beasts shall fear and be submissive to you or something like mm-hmm. that. And non-white races, for whatever reason, were viewed as not human, so they are beasts, so they are submissive, so they can be slaves. Totally fine. So overall, we need to grow as a people. Yeah, that's kind of the point. Uh, why the fuck are we just accepting this shit? Yeah. Like, 
that's one of the reasons I struggle in positions of management. Mm-hmm. I will give you, I'm on salary. You're paying for all of my time. Therefore, yeah. you have access to all of my time. Mm-hmm. I'll dictate when the fuck I choose to submit to that. Right. Most of the time, I will always do it. That being said, I'm going to fight for my right to party. Right. I, I've only just started to fight for that right, and it, it feels somewhat liberating. Yeah, because we're just fucking conditioned to just like, yep, sure. Yeah. From the moment you understand what yes means, you are taught to say it. Yeah. And can I, can I say, this might be a little con- controversial, but I just want to say thank you to you to make me realize that my time is valuable to me. You know what I'm saying? So I sure. actually put a value point on my time and effort. I mean, you're that, welcome. It's <laughs> not something that I usually value. And I think that in our industry, a lot of us don't think about it that way. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it all too often. And I know this might sound a little bit off topic, but I'll bring you back to the point. None of it matters, right? Right. Like, we're making shit up. We're, we're inventing numbers. We're inventing meaning. None of it fucking matters. Hmm. We're inventing all this shit. You know, I mean, I follow the health code procedures. I'm going to heat shit to the proper temperature. But why the fuck is that the proper temperature? Right. Like, if you're going to kill all the bacteria, is that, is that true? Who the fuck tests that? Is there a better way? Who the fuck knows? What the fuck ever? Can, can I throw my two cents on that? Yeah, I don't care. Because I'm a big per- for me, when it comes to making food for myself, yes, is I cook a lot of things under temp, all the time, yeah, because it's what I like. And yeah. I mean, you see how I eat steak, right? Exactly. You know, <laughs> there there's a uh, a Letter Kenny episode that I need you to watch. I'm familiar with Letter Kenny, <laughs> and it's it's essentially it essentially it's like two minutes on this side, two minutes on that side, a little yep. S and P. Yep, yep, and that's basically what you like. Yep, yeah, pretty much. And for me, when, when I first really learned how to cook on a grill, it was coincide with my father. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We were cooking chicken on the grill together. I get to cook my own. He gets to cook his. And for me, his was always a little overcooked for me. Yep. So I cooked mine. It was like, all right, so how long do you plan on keeping your rose out here for? Maybe a couple extra minutes. Cool. I'm going to take mine off. Yeah. Yep. And he was like, what? Are you sure? Blah, 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 blah. I took mine off, and he ate some of mine. It's like, actually, that's perfect. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it might be a little undercooked, but as we know as chefs, yeah. as seasoned chefs, yeah. chicken and other stuff continue to cook themselves. Man, people overcook the fuck out of chicken. Yes. Listen, listen man. It's, yes. <laughs> it's fine. It's fucking fine. It's okay. Everyone always, always says to me, your chicken is so moist. How do you do that? Like, I'm taking it out of the pan long before you think it's done. Right. Like... You cook it till it's done. I'll take it out, and people will be like, whoa. Ugh. I'm like, leave it alone. Just leave, leave it alone for fucking five minutes. Let it rest. Come back and cut that shit open. It's going to be mm. perfect. Mm. It's still fucking cooking. Mm. If you pull out of the pan, it's still a certain degree of temperature. So it's still cooking at that degree of temperature, and it's slowly going down. But as it's going down, it's still cooking at those degrees yep. of temperature until it gets to whatever fucking room temperature is. So as it's still cooking for five extra minutes, it's going to get to where you want it to be. Exactly. Effectively, if you leave it in the pan for five extra minutes, you're not only increasing the temperature, <coughs> but you are cooking it basically ten extra minutes. Effectively. Right. Exactly. Uh, 
So yeah. Sorry, there's some bottles playing behind us. So it's quite distracting to Quanzi. He's got the attention span of a gnat. <laughs> truly, truly a gnat. I was going to say goldfish. No, a gnat is far more accurate. Because <laughs> they've got like a 30 second lifespan. <laughs> right. So their attention span is cosmic. It's crazy. And, and it, it, it goes down to the uh, the microverse? That yeah, absolutely. That's what goes down to? Yep. Uh, so, you know what? I need to do two things. One, I need to plug Ants Canada because I love watching Ants Canada. Okay. It, it is about like ant farms and other things like that. It's just a cool thing. Um, the second thing I need to say is, again, I want to reiterate that I like to eat things a little undercooked. That's just how I do. And I have developed a, a digestive system for that. Kind of, at least, a little bit. Um, at, at the very least, in my household, if there is something that is potentially not good for the rest of their household, yeah, I will test that first. Oh, yeah, we've talked about the chef's stomach before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A little bit. A little bit. We'll continue to do so, of course. Obviously. I mean, we're all about testing different things. The limits of our own bodies, at least. Truly. Um, I look forward to a lot of stuff. But yeah, if there's one takeaway from this whole, uh... Venture down the temperature rabbit hole, I guess. Sure. If it's done in the pan, it's overdone on the plate. Yes. That's the rule. Always. Yeah. Right there. Because it's just going to keep fucking cooking. And don't cut into it right away. Let it rest. Let it chill out for a minute. I have small caveats to that. Sure. My small caveat is typically that means if you're going to serve that to a customer. Because yeah. it takes longer for it to go from... Our pan to the plate, the plate to the server, the server to the customer. I mean, if you're doing it at a restaurant, man, especially if you have heat lamps. Oof. Oh, yes. Especially if you have heat lamps. You are adding to the cooking time. Exactly. I don't care if it's a burger on a bun. Mm-hmm. You're still adding to the cooking time. Especially if you have heat lamps. Yeah. Especially, that, that is definitely something that I don't think a lot of, of uh, chefs are aware of, honestly. I mean, I've seen a lot of people who just don't care leave shit dying under the heat lamp forever. Yeah, forever. Man, oh, I feel bad because it's just drying the shit out. Right. It might keep it warm, but it doesn't keep it fresh. No. Those are two different things. Yeah. Uh, And and a lot of people don't understand that. (laughs) A warm body and a fresh body are different things. True. True. I'll put it that way. (laughs) Very true. But yeah. uh, Sorry if this was a heavy... Thing to hear that nothing is meaningful and there's no point to anything. The good takeaway is that you can just do whatever you want. Right. You can find meaning and whatever. Find your truth. Find you know, your north star. Find your your reason. Fall in love and then break up with them and then fall back in love and then you're stupid sometimes so things happen yeah. and then you get your heart broken and you wander the city at night for hours mm-hmm. and. You think about them, you walk past their place, and they walk past your place, and you think about each other, but you never get back together. Caress your curiosity, caress your love, caress your passion. Whatever you enjoy, just do that. Yeah. Uh, Passion is truly, is a true gift to humanity. If you're in a position of power, uh, encourage your staff to pursue passion. That's always been my thing, man. I've seen so many people be excited about shit, but management hates them. Yeah, and that's... That is a sad thing. That is that is what kills the work environment more than anything else. Yeah, I think. Oh, they're not good at what we need them to be good at. Well, no. they're good at other things. Right. Let them be good at what they're good at and encourage that. I mean, shit. My my dad always kept a uh, 
a motley crew of like dishwashers and prep guys. You remember Jimmy yeah. and Wild Bill and Roxanne right. and all these dudes. Mm-hmm. They never did get a job anywhere else. Sure. Uh, but man, they were handy with a lot of shit that you wouldn't think of. I've, I've got a new guy now. Yep. That desperately just wants to be a dishwasher because that's what he's used to. Yeah. He's got some experience in other places, and we want to at least branch him out in some some in the prep world. And he has been very proficient in the prep that we've given him. Yep. So we will let him do his dishwashing stuff, and we will try to give him the opportunity to excel in some prep stuff. And he was going to bitch about having a dishwasher, you know? <laughs> Right. I mean, right. It's, straight, it's, straight the fuck up, man. Like, and here's why I'm single. Because <laughs> uh-huh. here's how I think: if someone was willing to pay me right now twenty five bucks an hour to wash dishes for like thirty six hours a week, fan fucking desk. I'll happily do. Fan I do I get music? Desk. Right. Do I get some music? Can, can I put my headphones in? Can I just like do I? Is the dish tank separate and I can just play wherever I want? Oof. Bro, I am a happy fucking happy man. Enough. Can I get some drinks? Like. A couple sodas or whatever? 36 at 25, bro. Yeah, I will drink the dish tape water. <laughs> bro, right? 36. If, if I get 25? Right? If I get like a soda and like what? If I get an employee meal? Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, that's a dream job. Which is weird. Honestly, I, again, I'm, I'm sorry to interject, but I, I've gotten some new employees and I'm like, hey, do you want some food? I'm like, nah, blah, 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 blah. Do I have to pay for it? I'm like, no, bro. Yeah. You get an employee meal. Yeah. Here you go. Like, yeah, sure. I guess I'll take a little. Like, I can, I can soup this up for you, bro. We can make <laughs> some shit happen. Right. Exactly. I gave him a salad with chicken and what he asked for, and I was like, here goes some cheese sauce and almonds on the side in case you want it. I mean, I kind <laughs> of fucking fight that battle with you right now. Sometimes. I'm just like, bro. <laughs> five minutes getting to know the other cooks. Yeah. And they'll always hook you up. Right, right, right. Like, yeah. for real, hook you up. It Whatever is, you're looking for, man. That is a battle. You do fight when they end up. I mean, that's a truism in the whole restaurant <laughs> world, man. Like, right. cooks will hook other cooks up, man. Absolutely. It's it's not hard to create a fun environment. Oh, one thing I wanted to bring up earlier that I didn't, that I kind of touched on is one, one of my cooks that I've talked to since I've been talking about maybe leaving is he's talking about other his some of his other coworkers. And you've definitely touched on multiple times is cooks will recommend other cooks. Yep. Like, we are a niche together group. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, truly. Again, it's real easy to just create an environment that is pleasurable for everybody. Yes. I, I, that's how I get in trouble is fighting that battle all the time. Right, which is stupid. It's just like, just let me fucking, like, it's ain't hard. It's like, not. Cooks are so beaten down by their lives mm-hmm. that they are just so easy to please. Right. For real, just so easy to please. Truly. So, yeah. Give us the little things we're asking for and you will get great results. We really don't ask for much. I will scrub the fucking floor and the fryer all day if you let me put a movie on or some shit. I cleaned out the sink and the mop sink the other night just because. Right. <laughs> The fucking mop sink. Who cleans a mop sink? I love cleaning the Just, mop sink. I, I can make it look so white. Uh, it's like fucking ivory. It's beautiful. Oh, I love it. But mine is like, you know, uh... Oh, God. Obsidian? No, no, no. What's the P word? No idea. Not polyester. Uh, porcelain. Porcelain. There yeah, we go. I got you. Yes, I like, a nice, I like a nice porcelain. Of course you like ivory. Of course, yeah. No, no, no. no. Ivory's white. I was yeah. going to say ebony. No. 
No, no, you like ivory. Crisp, clean ivory. As the Lord Jesus intended. You're not racist at all. No, I'm not your only black Don't start that rumor. I'm already bald and tattooed. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you have at least two black friends. Anyway. Right. The whole whole moral of the we make up money argument Mm -hmm. is exactly this point. Right. We're making up the value of what we fucking put into this world. Yes. Okay? Or what we contribute and what we participate in, mm-hmm. and what we decide has power in our lives. True beings. So, not hard to just fucking create an environment that's enjoyable, man, for real. And as you've taught me, we need to understand our own value. Yeah, uh, money to me is fucking pointless. Right. I need it to, to live, because I just haven't... I don't choose to go completely off the grid. I like having friends. Yes. Uh, but... And I need to keep Kitty alive. Right. I need to have an apartment and all that shit. So, yeah, I I need to have it. But it is truly just not the thing I'm ever pursuing. No. If I'm in... My ideal job is to give people food that tastes amazing for them Mm. and make their day better with that. Mm Mm-hmm. If you give me the resources to do that and have a great time doing it, I will be the most loyal, hardworking employee you've ever had. Sorry, I'm I'm I am smiling at your shirt. Uh, our our chose we we did a chose pop up and our shirt says chose in like like melty cheese for nachos and like build your own nachos right underneath. It's it's such a good shirt. Yeah, check out our Instagram, <laughs> and we'll definitely tell the story of the chose pop up uh, in a, the very near future. It was here. a good day. It was a it was a good day. I didn't expect it to be. You want to know why? Prior planning prevents poor performance. Quite. I had that shit fucking locked and loaded. <laughs> Quite. Turns out, when I'm left to my own devices, <laughs> you can do some good work. I can do great work in a fight work. Chill environment. We made some money that day. Right. Excuse okay. me, not good work, great work. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Check out those nachos. Let's taste it on Instagram. Can't wait to do it again. They were fucking beautiful. And hey, if you want some nachos for something... Mm-hmm. You know, if you got a game day thing you want to do, holler at us for some shows. We will absolutely hook you up with a full shows thing. Yes. And hey, if you like our shirts, we can hook you up with one of those too. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's move on to. This is not the sales portion. This is the <laughs> would you rather portion now. Yep. Because uh, like, life's meaningless, so let's take ourselves down horrendous, horrendous fucking Rebels. journeys. Uh, arguably my favorite part of this whole I love world. Rebels. Me too. Mm-hmm. I like a nice... Tight rabbit hole. Yep. Anyway. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> would you rather... Would you rather eat a shot glass full of wasps or a shot glass? Or a shot glass. Yep. I... Do I get to pick the wasps? Sure. <laughs> Why not? Sure. Oh, I guess no. Nope, they're African fucking mega stingers. <laughs> the size of tarantulas. <laughs> that is. That's not very many wasps. That's not very many wasps in a shot glass. That's like one wasp. It's like, like one tarantula sized wasp. Can a tarantula be in a shot glass? It's the world's largest shot glass. The world's largest shot glass. So you have to be specific with genies. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Again, that's like two wasps. So if it's it's like two wasps, absolutely. Let me crunch on two wasps. Uh, I'm taking the wasps. Alive though, I'm taking the wasps. Yeah, you get to chew on that shit. 
You get to eat that shit. The glass is not fun. Okay, here's my question. As a person that's eating sand and other objects. I love eating sand. Oh, it's great. No. The texture is nice. No, it's not. It's great. Hang you're out a liar. With no, I enjoy it. Are you serious? Yeah. You're not. I'm dead serious. No, you're not. I like the textures of, or like, salt. Of grain? I just chew on salt In your mouth? Yeah. Gra- in the, what? Yeah. You're lying. I swear to God. I'm sorry. Why did, this should be the last one, because I have so many necessary questions. I mean, ask away. What? <laughs> I just enjoy... How and why? <laughs> I enjoy the changing terrain of my mouth. No. When I when I rub my teeth together, the surface changes entirely, and that feeling is interesting to me. Okay, so as a person who has cavities... Yeah, me too. Um, I don't like raspberries. I love it, yeah, absolutely. Because they have the little seed pockets that fit into, like, a cavity hole. Yeah. And I'm like... Tonguing at it, yeah, absolutely, or yeah, on it, yep, yeah. You like that? I love it. Oh, I hate that. It's like a game. I get to play. No, yeah. this is the worst version of whack a mole. No, it's great. No, let me let me find the correct way to get this out. I will succeed. It's like grind, grind, grind. Yeah, there's got to be a combination. Fester, fester. It got in there, it can come out. I love it. I love not, it. not always true. Always true. Not always. True. I'll get a toothpick and get it out. <laughs> As far as toothpicks go, yeah. I I know when my mom's gonna use a new thing of passion of toothpicks. She she did it on my uh, vacation. I recently went on for my cousin baby shower. Uh, we got McDonald's or Burger King or some shit. Yep. She's like, "Hey, hand me that fry box." Yep. And I instantly knew from the back seat she's gonna tear off a chunk and use that as a toothpick to un. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. 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 Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I got the. Yeah. I pick my teeth all the time. With with cardboard? With anything I have around? I guess that's That's fair. disposable. I'm not going to keep fucking old random shit in my sure. car. But, I'm yeah. I'm I need like, a toothbrush to... I like those little flossers. Oh, the one... Yeah. The one-headed? That's the head great. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Those are fantastic. Those are great. Those are, those are godsend. Those are not perfect. I've gone through enough of those. I don't... I don't like flossing it. it. I'm never like flossing. I like flossing. And what? Again, it's like a game. They've always cut my gums. How precise can I be? Because I, I always go too deep. I like to play classical music and floss naked. I believe that. I like to smoke weed, put in classical music, and then floss nude. With, with ideally, like a sunset type of lighting, or a sunrise is better. I don't prefer sunrises. I assume you're lying, but I, I, I expect that you're telling the truth, but it always makes me imagine of American Psycho. Uh... Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. You well, are I'm, that I'm, Christian Bill. I'm telling the truth. <laughs> are you? I enjoy the process of cleaning my teeth. I enjoy the process of grooming. Yeah, you do, don't you? In a Christian Bill, American Psycho way. Kind of. I have a routine, yeah. certainly. Yeah. yeah. But it's like a it's like a un uh, 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 not unnecessary, but a unnerving Listen, way. I'm in a field where I constantly am exposed to grease and heat and sweat. And fucking fat and all this shit. Yeah. I want to get this shit off of my skin and keep my skin healthy as long as possible. Right. I take a horse bath in the sink at the end of every shift. My body is an amusement park, but it is also <laughs> a vessel that I must maintain constantly. I love the amusement park allergy. Yeah, I'm going to use this vessel for all of its intended purposes to the oh, extent that I can oh, possibly feel everything. 
So good. I need to abuse every possible feeling I can feel mm-hmm. throughout my lifetime. Right. The older I get, the worse it's going to be. And keeping it clean and... I'm doing heroin as soon as I hit 70. Sure. Why the fuck not? I'm Why 70. Not? And that's... 40 years from now, there'll be so many medical advances. Yeah, heroin's going to be like the gateway I, drive. All the kids are going to be doing heroin to start with. Like, oh, it's <laughs> you, don't, you don't do heroin? Are, are you willing to do it at my 70 or just your 70? Dude, I don't care. If I make it that far, yeah, right. sure, I'll do it at your 70. You're 67, my 70. Something like that. Something like that. All right, cool. We'll Why not? That's a holiday thing, too. Oh, that's fun. I hate needles, so you have to do it for me. You're doing it with me, then. Right, right, right. You do okay. it for me, and I do it for you, I guess? Sure. Sure. Do we share a needle? Do we blood brothers? For yeah, might as well. Honestly, we got the same tattoos. We're old-ass men at that point. Why the fuck not? <laughs> we, we will have at least two, at the very least, two identical tattoos. Yep. At the very least. We have one. We'll get a second one at some point. I'm sure we will. Absolutely. And then we can be needle heroin. <laughs> next uh, next one. Just, just wait, and, wait, 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 wait. Anyone out there listening, just picture a server standing in the window just like, is my food ready yet or not? <laughs> Shut up. This is weird. <laughs> That's not untrue. That's not untrue. How okay. many times we looked over at the owner and he's just staring at us just like, what the fuck what is, is happening, you guys? Yes. No, that is that is true. Back in the house, um, I, I need I need to say one thing that's very off topic. Sure, I hate that your index finger doesn't have a ring. I know I need to get that fixed. It bothers me so much. I, I intend to get a ring on my index finger. It bothers me as much as Sales Arena does. I'm very sorry. <laughs> um, with that being said, uh, what is your choice? Because I chose wasp. Do you choose a wasp or shot glass? Um, definitely. I mean. I'm definitely eating wasps. That's fair. There's no way around it. Uh, I want to know what that tastes like. <laughs> I enjoy insects so far anyway. Mm. Uh, I would, again, this can't kill me, please. So right, right, right. Uh, we're assuming these things. Right. Uh, I'm not dealing with a shot glass not killing me, but I will absolutely deal with bees not killing me. Yes. Uh, It'll taste far better than glass. Yeah. As a person that's chewed and eaten on many... Non-edible materials? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Glass is one of the worst. I've had glass in my mouth before. I ain't fun. Absolutely. Which brings us to our last would you rather. Yes. Aha. Would you rather get one single paper cut on the tip of your dick, right on the head. Right on the lips. Right in between. Right in the... Right in the... You're joker facing your fucking mm. dick hole. So, okay, there are two different axes. So it, on the up and down... You're joker facing it, right? You're so giving you it the smile. So, it's straight up and down, straight and you just extend the opening more, okay. I guess, with little paper cuts. I think that's less worse than the cross. Sure. Or, would you rather get a bunch of other paper cuts randomly spread out over your body, and then sit in a tub of rubbing alcohol? That one. Oh! <laughs> oh my god! Why? Because I'm a sadist, but damn! Listen... As for all you out there who don't know, I'm going to divulge some personal information. I have had some serious kidney stones in my day. And as a person who has had a bad enough kidney stone who wanted to put scissors in there, I would prefer (laughs) to sit and rubbing alcohol. Just saying. And this is out there now, so... I feel like the hey ladies. I feel like the paper cut on the dick would help you pass a kidney stone. <laughs> no, but yes, but no. And I don't I, want that. Listen, I, I can deal with. I literally feel your pain. 
No, you don't. Yes, I do. Nah, no, you don't. I feel in a, a, a degree of it. Degree, yes, absolutely. You've never wanted to throw... No. Never wanted to what? You never wanted to put the scissors in there and what, cut you that think shit I off. Did? You think I didn't want that? <laughs> Not the way I did. Yo, if you haven't had a kidney stone... Bro, I don't recommend it. For all those who are like, oh, kidney stones, blah, 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 blah. You can just be, no, you don't understand. Honestly, the true terror of a kidney stone is it going through your kidney and the tubes. Yep. The pissing out of the part is usually, usually yep. the easiest. Yeah. On turkey day, bro. No, oh my God, yeah. On turkey day, that bad boy hurt going through the kidneys and its fucking tubes and then got stuck. Oh, man. It got stuck in the head and I'm done with this conversation because fuck. Hashtag chef life. <sighs> Sometimes our diets don't always work out no. in our favor. I need to change mine. As a man who eats insanely high amounts of protein... Right! Ooh, it's rough on the kidneys, I'll put it that way. Yes! And the amount of protein powder and shit I take, oof. So, the fact that you got a kidney stone is just one of the, the things that's like, hey, this shit happens. Yeah. And as a person that had was getting kidney stones on an unfortunate, constant basis, like a, at least a monthly basis for a while... I have looked up things, and it's like, some people just get kidney stones. Which fucking sucks. Yep. Which fucking sucks. Yo, they've been... Women in your pregnancies? Uh, come holler at me. I was going to say, like, they compare to childbirth. Me. Yo, if, if that's what childbirth is like... Keep fucking at me. Like, I wouldn't have a kid. Fucking at me. At me, bro. I mean, I, I'd love to get the endorphins that women get from having a child, and it makes them do it again. Oh, it's nine months. No, it's not. No, it's like it's like six months. The first three months are like kind of difficult and weird. No, it's more like six months. Just you know what? Come at me. Come at me. You know what? On that note, Quanzi Jenny said Instagram. Come at me. On that note, <laughs> I feel like we've come to the logical conclusion. Yep. Which is where we are. Yep. So thank you for taking this philosophical weird journey with us. Mm-hmm. Hope you had some fun. Love rabbit hole. Shit's gonna get even more weird. A little less philosophical. Season two, bro. Season two, bro. Come along for the ride. Keep your eyes posted. We got some interesting things coming along. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for right now, this has been Kitchen Open Late, and the kitchen is now closed. So get the fuck out. Peace.